0: Hi, I'm Javier. And Karen. Karen, What's are you? Up? Hey, we're uh, we're recording. We're live. Oh. We're good to go.
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. we well, you listening to something? Are you jamming out?
1: Yeah, I have a big presentation today, so I was trying to listen to some music to get me in the right state of mind to get pumped for my presentation.
0: That's awesome. Uh, are you ready to start?
1: Karen and we are the, the Gov Gov Geeks. Geeks. Today on Gov Geeks Assemble issue number three level up your 9 to 5 on 95 we talk about how Star-Lord got the job.
0: Nice. Star-Lord obviously awesome guy awesome character but if you're new to our channel welcome thank you very much for joining us What we do is something fun and easy. We are commuting into Washington, D.C. right now, as many people do, fighting through traffic. And we thought we'd create a podcast where you can join us and we talk about professional development along the way. So if you're commuting in and it takes a couple minutes, a couple of hours, well, why not spend a little bit of time with the GovGeeks to help you improve your nine to five? So that's what we're all about. Yeah. In today's video, we're gonna talk about how Star-Lord got the job. It's really important to feel comfortable, to feel relaxed when you're going into job interviews or when you're going to give big presentations.
1: Right, absolutely. So you want to make sure that you're in the right state of mind, whether that's you know rock and roll, death metal, or some jazz, whatever makes you feel comfortable and able to get into the right headspace before, whether it's a big presentation, an interview, anything that you feel a little bit nervous about.
0: Exactly. Music has a way of kind of getting stuck in our head because we've all had those moments before where we just have a tune That just makes us feel good and when we listen to it We feel a lot better and it connects to where we're going or where we've been So it makes us happy regardless of the circumstances that we're dealing with getting in the right headspace is totally important So let's go and dive into this one a little bit more Karen
1: So what do you do when you have that nervous energy to work out?
0: Uh, Working out nervous energy, uh, I always like to listen to music. I like to think and contemplate about things that are really meaningful or important for me. Um, It helps me keep things in perspective, to be honest. So in my office, for instance, I have a whole lot of cool, like, figurines, figures, action figures, all of that sort of stuff uh, that connects back to things that I really care about. Uh, One of the cool things that I like is that our girls got me this really, really cool Stanley Commemorative Edition uh, pop and it's just right there on my shelf. So uh, that's a way for me to connect and remember why I'm there, why I'm serving the public, why I'm in the job. I took on the responsibilities not only to make a difference, but also to uh, provide for our family. So having those sorts of things in the back of my mind, as opposed to all of the pressure of that schedule or the meeting or the deliverables or the timeline, uh, those sorts of things can really burn people out, to be honest. Right, so it's
1: important to take that moment to pause and reflect
0: exactly uh, some people call it centering where you focus back in on your own perspective your own self why you're there you control your heartbeat it's a good way to kind of focus in again on what things are important to you and really connect with those values and those concepts yeah mm-hmm. so besides CNC Music Factory what do you listen to or what do you do
1: um, I do a lot of journaling so I take a moment Take some quiet time uh, do some mindful mindfulness um, and just sort of jot down maybe the issue i'm working through um, and it helps me kind of kind of focus on that and see if i can come up with a solution if not it at least helps to kind of get it out there um, on paper so it's not um, bogging me down.
0: Right. It's not like living in your, your consciousness at that moment, kind of clouding your thoughts. Uh, kind of like, again, back to Star Wars, thinking about something where you're in a good space where you're clearing your thoughts. So this way uh, Yoda can coach Luke on how to like lift the rocks appropriately because he's focusing in on all of that. Field. Most things in my life go back to Star Wars.
1: <laughs>
0: As they should. <laughs> As they should. So so anyhow, we're driving along right now. Uh, I don't know if you can tell the traffic right now, but uh, we're on the GW Parkway. And it's a little bit of touch and go. Uh, this past week, it's been a little rainy, which this whole summer, it's been kind of rainy, hasn't it? Yeah.
1: Definitely some crazy storms.
0: But... Crazy storms. Hopefully, everyone's nice and safe. Uh, you're taking care of yourselves, your loved ones, all of that stuff. Uh, and you're being safe when you're commuting uh, to work. So. But let's talk a little bit more about how Star-Lord got the job. So uh, a couple of our colleagues, our clients, friends, uh, they've presented a couple of challenges to us where they're asking about, well, I have this apprehension about the big interview. I'm going into this interview. It's a really big promotion. I really want to get into this organization. I just finished up uh, this graduate school or undergrad program, and now I'm really excited about this job, but I really don't want to mess it up. So again, one of the things that we suggest is to listen to your favorite kind of music to put you in the right frame of mind. But let's explore that a little bit. Karen, what are some of the causes for not being in the right frame of mind?
1: Well, I think it's putting a lot of pressure on yourself. So whether you're you know, planning for an interview, that's a lot of pressure as far as you want to get that position, you want to do well, so you start putting a lot of pressure on yourself for that. Um, If it's a presentation, a lot of pressure um, for perfection, making sure that you don't blow it, making sure that you hit all the points, making sure you have um, preparation, that you actually have the slides, you don't want to show up there, and then you, you don't look prepared. So it's just, I think, overall, it's a lot of pressure and overthinking that one puts on themselves.
0: Right. And it's definitely something that we place onto ourselves. So yeah, we understand it can be a very tense situation because the outcome of that interview could be quite literally life-changing. It could be something that gets you in the career field, it could be something that moves you forward, uh, gives you the, the type of funding that you need to do, uh, what you need to do to accomplish your dreams, your goals, in your life. It's also about, like, at the end of the day, well, you need to be able to make ends meet. And we, need, we all have uh, rent, mortgages, other responsibilities, student loans, all those sorts of things. So uh, these job interviews can be really, really big. But bigger than that though, it's about connecting to who we are and what we want to do uh, within our lives. So those, I think, are, are, are big things. But I, I really appreciate you bringing up those, um, those issues, Karen, because to be honest, I have felt all of those things too. And I, I, I don't know, have you experienced a couple of those, um, those problems before?
1: Oh, seeking perfection? Of course not. I have no idea what that's about.
0: Karen, um, very much like Mary Poppins, is nearly perfect in every way about you? Very well, hold this for me. As I expected, Mary Poppins practically perfect in every way.
1: <laughs> Not quite. In fact, um, I was reading this article where it talks about something called the imposter syndrome, right. which I found very insightful as far as basically you feel like any minute they're going to find out that you um, are an imposter in your own position. So this could be in your current role, this could be, you know, at home, at school, um, but essentially it's just any second they're going to be lurking around like, you know, Carmen Sandiego to to find you and um, figure out that, um, you know, like in Scooby-Doo when they pull over the the, you know, the mask and say, oh, it was old man Roberts the entire time. Um, so essentially it's just having that, um, in the back of your mind where you feel like, you know, you don't belong, um, and you're not meant to be there. So that also kind of helps as you, you need to get out of your head sometimes. So whether it's for perfection or the pressure of, you know, being found out that, um, you don't have the qualities or the qualifications to be in that certain position, um, could be one thing that you're trying to to, you know work against which is something that I struggle with um, myself so but you know you have to take a step back and again start thinking through and whether it's through centering meditation um, you know visioning trying to you know not quite like vision um, but you want to again take a step back and think through um, what's really going through your head and to focus on maybe a task or a goal that you're trying to achieve and take one small step at a time.
0: Right, one Um, small step, and that leads to the next big step. But taking that first step to move out, and I think that first step of having the right frame of mind allows you to be able to take the step. Because if you can visualize it, then you can achieve it. So starting with that concept of coming from within to actuate your world around you, is really, I think, important. Um, Karen and I were in this great training uh, the other day where we talked about uh, a gremlin, or the gremlin. All of us have this voice in our back of our head that says, I don't think you're good enough. I don't think this is something that you can do. I don't think you're qualified for this. They're gonna find me out. Kind of, again, like the imposter syndrome. but. Having the right frame of mind and frame of reference to help move forward and take that first step, I think, is a really big deal.
1: Right, which I think now is a good time to kind of point out that taking that step forward, right? We just celebrated here in the District of Columbia uh, the 50th anniversary of, 50th
0: anniversary of Apollo 11. That's one small step for
1: man, one giant leap for mankind that was definitely one, you know, step for mankind, um, which, you know, take a moment to appreciate the efforts that went um, towards all of that, so.
0: Yeah, wow, so cool, and of course, it's not just the big names that we know that were out there, that were walking on the moon, saying historic words and language, but there were just so many people that really contributed to that success uh, from the ground up quite literally to get things done and accomplished and I think that's also just a great reflection of the great wonders that can happen in public service when we are committed to the common good and we work towards a shared goal together. The whole country and the whole world really was unified around this concept that the human species has the capability, has the capacity to reach out to the moon and touch the stars. Wow. So we talked about a little bit about the problems that we have with some of these challenges, we talked about some of the causes that put us into that mind space and everything. Now I think that's one of the fun parts uh, of our discussion because we're talking a little bit more about solutions. We spoke a little bit about how to get the gremlins out of our mind, how to have intentional first steps and everything, but to get us moving to that area, we have some fun tips that you can use uh, to help move you along. Uh, And the first one of course is uh, Star-Lord. Peter Quill, Star-Lord, is half human, half basically celestial. Uh, Now, what's great about him, though, is you can always see him wearing his headphones. And he's dancing around, he's having a good good time, he's living in the moment. But there's even something more special about the music, apart from it being, like, awesome songs.
1: Right.
0: Which is really good.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, the music itself really ties to his memories of his mother, since right. his mother is the one that created the playlists for him when he was eight years old or younger. Um, so having that gone through that loss, that tragedy of losing his mother, um, this music was a way for him to stay connected with what he um, holds dear to him. So that was a way for him to focus on whatever task he had to do, was just focusing on those good memories and that feeling um, of... Being with his mother.
0: Yeah, and when you think about true connections and true touch points that we have with people that are currently in our lives, that have come and go through our, our lifetime, there are certain things that we can use to kind of connect with those fond memories that we have of them. And listening to music is one of the best things uh, that we can do. Uh, of course, there's lots of songs that I listen to that gives me awesome memories of childhood. Uh, I think about uh, really cool theme songs uh, from growing up. So, of course, there's The A-Team, uh, which, which I always love listening to that one. There's Cheers, uh, Frasier, of course, um, these different TV shows, Sanford and Son, There's different TV shows that uh, spark memories of uh, family time, just sitting around, enjoying each other's company, laughing at the television. And honestly, this is stuff that I have on my playlist. I listen to it when I'm getting ready to go into a meeting, when I'm driving into work. And I considerably feel that I am much better off (laughs) having listened to all of that stuff. I mean, just considerably. It's great. Nothing like the
1: Sanford and Son, you know, Song. (laughs) Song when you're cruising in,
0: right? Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like I almost dare you to listen to that song and just not do a little head bob to Mm -hmm. it, you know? It's so good. we've always been in a situation where we think of something and we go oh man if I I, what was the name of that song what was it that we did what what, kind of what happened at what time and you can't make that mental connection because your your brain is a bit jammed up in the moment you're you're not free-flowing as much it feels like the neurons are starting firing back and forth as well as they could be uh, and then we've also had the experience, at least I have for sure, you guys can tell me if you have as well in the comments, but what happens if you have a discussion, you have a great interview, things are going awesome, and then afterwards you're walking away and you're going, oh, that's right, I should have said this or that, or I could have talked about this experience, why didn't I remember that one? Well, so often when you're like really tense, you're really nervous, you're, you're kind of in a fight or flight mode. You're just focused on that individual moment just to get the right answer out, move on.
1: And that pressure jams you up, right? That so pressure jams you up. Kind of similar to Miles Morales in um, The Spider-Verse, yeah, right? When he's trying to you know, go invisible or trying to get unstuck from the ceiling. And he's focusing so hard on trying to do that and putting so much pressure on himself that he's not able to until what? He focuses on the song exactly and Sunflower. as he's singing right as and he's singing the lyrics or humming them right he starts to relax and he's able to let go what are you doing bud i can't move yeah. okay relax your fingers we don't have time just just let go be in the moment i am in the moment it's a terrible moment they're right there they're gonna see you miles you gotta unstick what do you do to relax
0: relax Oh for crying out loud. Calling it now, baby, I'm Yeah, because he's he's feeling more connected with where he is rather than being so caught up in his head uh, about everything. And really I think in life it's it's a bigger mental game. It's trying to take control of the environment, the situation um and and really you're able to kind of empower yourself by being a little bit more free and open to make better decisions uh rather than being uh, held hostage to the decisions that you're being forced into right Right. Uh, like for instance we usually take that exit (laughs) but we couldn't today i guess there's some road closures because of the weather
1: well you know a little bit of rain in dc and all Tech breaks loose. Exactly. So.
0: Everything like kind of shuts down. It's kind of like uh, during the winter when uh, you get a little bit of snow and the red line stops and the metro stops and it's just it's like chaos everywhere. It's chaos, I tell you. But it's okay.
1: Well, now we'll just take the scenic route. So.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Now we have the chance uh, to take Memorial Bridge to head in and get an awesome view of uh, the Lincoln Memorial. So I think that's cool. And thankfully, we're talking about being in our head. And I was in a good space just listening to, in my mind, Sunflower for a little bit because that's an awesome song and that's an awesome movie. And yeah, it just has its way of making your life just that much better. So I think we've um, covered a lot here today, Karen. What are some of the highlights that we talked about?
1: So we talked about, you know, getting in the right headspace for whether it's a big project, a big presentation, an interview, anything that you're putting a lot of pressure on to be successful, so some of that has to deal with, you know, uh, focusing and dealing with your nervous energy, um, not feeling confident, the imposter syndrome, um, having that gremlin in the back of your mind, which mine, you know, I'm not sure if I ever mentioned this to you, is similar to, I feel like, um, I see him as the little Ned character from uh, 21 Pilots, um, so I know, I know he's not a gremlin um, but I just picture him like that where it's something in the back of my mind that um, is that voice in your head trying to, to sabotage me in a sense um, so we are, you know, our own um, worst enemy at times right. so it's a matter of getting a hold of that through whether it's, you know, listening to music centering, um, focusing, visioning And just you know having fun and relating your experience um, to the task at hand
0: exactly those are are really the, the big things who are we not to be the people to accomplish our dreams
1: our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure we ask ourselves who am I to be brilliant Gorgeous, talented, and fabulous. Actually, who are you not to be?
0: I I really like the idea that if we can release ourselves from the constraints that we place upon ourselves, there's so much more that we can accomplish in our lives uh, because we are deserving of it. And really, the larger thing behind that is if we allow ourselves to do that, we unconsciously allow others around us to do the same thing and we have the capacity to not only lift ourselves out but also to help others do the same thing as well and how cool and empowering uh is that i I really love that so so you're going to listen to a little bit more uh cnc music factory yeah
1: i guess since we still have a little bit more of our commute to go now
0: (laughs) still a little bit more traffic um, well, as Karen is going to listen to a little bit more CNC Music Factory, uh, let me remind you guys uh, to please follow us. Uh, we are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, we are on Facebook, we are on LinkedIn. Uh, we're in tons of places, so please feel free to reach out. What gets Karen Lopez in the right state of mind for her presentation?
1: Well, in this instance, I'm listening to uh, some CNC Music Factory.
0: CNC Music Factory. Awesome. Hey, didn't we do something like that before? We did a skit. Oh,
1: that's right. For our perfect cheer.
0: Our perfect cheer. (laughs) Roll tape. Roll that tape. Roll that footage. that uh, we did fairly well in the costume competition. Absolutely. We got first place. Absolutely.